The Cardiac Cycle The period of time that begins with contractions of the atria and ends with the ventricular relaxation is known as the cardiac cycle. The period of contraction that the heart undergoes while it pumps blood into the circulation is called systole. The period of relaxation that occurs as their chambers fill with blood is called diastole. Both the atria and ventricles undergo systole and diastole and is essential for these components to be carefully regulated and coordinated to ensure blood is pumped efficiently to the body. Pressures and flow. Fluids, whether gases or solids, are materials that flow according to pressure gradients. That is, they move from regions that are higher in pressure to regions that are lower in pressure. Accordingly, the heart chambers are relaxed. Diastole, blood will flow into the atria from the veins, which are higher in pressure. As the blood flows into the atria, the pressure will rise, so the blood will initially move passively from the atria into the ventricles. When the action potential triggers the muscles in the atria to contract atrial systole, the pressure within the atria rises further, pumping blood into the ventricles. During ventricular systole, pressure rises in the, in the ventricles, pumping blood into the pulmonary trunk from the right ventricle and into the aorta from the left ventricle. Again, as you consider this flow and relate it to conduction pathway, the elegance of the system should become apparent. Phases of the cardiac cycle. At the beginning of the cardiac cycle, both the atria and ventricles are relaxed. Diastole. Blood is flowing into the right atrium from the superior and inferior vena cava and the coronary sinus. Blood flows into the left atrium from the four pulmonary veins. The two atrioventricular veins, the tricuspid and mitral valves, are both open so blood flows unimpeded from the atria and into the ventricles. Approximately 70 to 80 percent of the ventricular filling occurs by this method. The two semilunar valves, the pulmonary and aortic valves, are closed preventing backflow of blood into the right and left ventricles from pulmonary trunk on the right and aorta to the left. Atrial systole and diastole. Contraction of the atria follows depolarization presented uh, by the P wave of an EKG. As the, mu as the atrial muscles contract from the superior portion of the atria toward the atrioventricular septum, pressure rises within the atria and blood is pumped into the ventricles through the open atrioventricular tricuspid or, or mitral or bicuspid valves. At the start of the of atrial systole, the ventricles are normally filled with approximately 70 to 80 percent of their capacity due to the inflow during diastole. Atrial contraction, also referred as the atrial kick, contributes the remaining 20 to 30 percent of filling. Atrial systole lasts approximately 100 milliseconds and ends prior to ventricular systole as the atrial muscle returns to diastole. Ventricular systole. Ventricular systole follows the depolarization of the ventricles and is represented by the QRS complex of the EKG. It may be conveniently divided into two phase, lasting a total of 270 milliseconds. At the end of the atrial systole and just prior to atrial contraction, the ventricles contain approximately 130 milliliters of blood in a resting adult in a standing position. This volume is known as the end diastolic volume or preload. Initially, as muscles in the ventricle contract, the pressure of the blood within the chamber rises, but it is yet not yet high enough to open the, the semilunar, pulmonary, and aortic valves and be ejected from the heart. However, blood pressure quickly rises above that of the atria that are now relaxed and in diastole. This increase in pressure causes blood to flow back toward the atria, closing the mitral and, and tricuspid valves. 
Since blood is not being ejected from the ventricles at this early stage, the volume of blood within the chambers remains constant. Consequently, this initial phase of ventricular systole is known as isovolumic contraction, also called isovolumic volumetric contraction. In the second phase of this ventricular systole, the ventricular ejection phase, the contraction of the ventricular muscle has raised the pressure within the ventricle to the point that it is greater than the pressure of the pulmonary trunk and the aorta. Blood is pumped from the heart, pushing open the pulmonary and aortic semilunar valves. Pressure generated by the left ventricle will be appreciably greater than the pressure generated by the right ventricle since the existing, pre since the existing pressure in the aorta will be much higher. Nevertheless, both ventricles pump at the same, the same amount of blood. The quantity is referred to as stroke volume. Stroke volume will normally be in the range of between 70 and 80 milliliters. Since ventricular systole began with an end diastolic volume of approximately 130 milliliters of blood, this means that there's still 50 to 60 milliliters of blood remaining in the ventricle following contraction. This volume is known as the end systolic volume. Ventricular diastole. During the early phase of ventricular diastole, as the ventricular muscle relaxes, pressure on the remaining blood within the ventricle begins to fall. The pressure within the ventricles drops below pressure in both the pulmonary trunk and aorta. Blood flows back towards the heart, producing the dichronic notch, small dip seen in blood pressure tracings. The semilunar valve closes to prevent backflow to the heart. Since the atrioventricular valves remain closed at this point, there is no change in the volume of blood in the ventricle, so the early phase of ventricular diastole is called the isovolumic ventricular relaxation point, also called the isovolumic ventricular relaxation phase, also called the isovolumetric ventricular reaction phase. In the second phase of ventricular diastole, called the late Ventricular diastole, as the ventricular muscle relaxes, pressure on the blood within the ventricles drops even further. Eventually, it drops below the pressure of the atria. When this occurs, blood flows from the atria into the ventricles, pushing open the tricuspid and mitral valves. As pressure drops within the ventricles, blood flows from the major veins into the relaxed atria and from there into the ventricles. Both chambers are in diastole. The atrioventricular valves are open and the semilunar valves both remain closed. The cardiac cycle is complete.